Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. On this episode of the Determined Mom Show, we have Tammy Brockman. I'm super excited to have her on the show. She is the owner of The Clean Eating Dietitian. Tammy, welcome to the show and tell us more about your business. Thank you, Amanda. I am super excited to be here. And uh, my business as The Clean Eating Dietitian is a business basically helping people to eat cleaner. And I always tack in that er at the end there. (laughs) It's not about perfection. It's about progress. (laughs) Right. And that's a very important thing for us moms. Right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I always think that, you know, wherever I can plug it in for moms, especially, I always try to encourage them to practice some forgiveness. Because I think that we as moms are you know, we're a little bit harder on ourselves than what we need to be. And we're really actually doing a lot better than what we really think we are. So yeah, that's a really good point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell us about your family and your dynamic and how you got started working as a dietitian from home, because that's kind of a, a unique position that you're in that you're able to do that from home. I know there are some dietitians that work from home, but as a standard, they usually work in like a clinic or, you know, some somewhere like that. So tell us about how you developed that. Right. I was doing the, the, the traditional tract of go to college, graduate, and then find a job in hospital or healthcare or something like that. That was at the time, which is now 23 some years ago, <laughs> that was really what, what most people were being advised to do. And so that's what I did. And really, I stayed there. <laughs> I stayed there for the bulk of my career. And at kind of the end of the career, my career, I was working at a local hospital as a food service director. I've been there doing that for six years. And prior to that was a clinical dietitian there. So that was kind of my life, nonprofit healthcare. And at the same time, so I'm a wife, a mom of four. And kind of while, you know, kids are growing up, I have some older kids there. My older ones are all adults now. My youngest is 14. But when he was six years old, he was in kindergarten, and he was diagnosed with autism, and having a lot of social skills issues at school. So it ended up being a lot of phone calls home, A lot of times I would have to leave and go get him from school. Uh, Just a a lot of needs on the home front. Also had a daughter um, in high school at the time who was struggling with depression. And she had her own struggles and needed, needed mom in her own unique ways too. So lots of personal things going on that we just decided that I needed to find a way to take it home. I needed to be home more and still needed an income. So that is kind of the unique thing about being a dietitian that it is something now I know this and at the time I was learning this that you can take it online and you can still really help people in the the health coaching and nutrition coaching field, uh, which was something that was very, very new to me (laughs) at the time. Wasn't real familiar with it, but I've spent the last five years doing an awful lot of learning for sure. So, and I won't say it's been an easy journey, this whole mompreneur or being a, you know, an entrepreneur at home and a mom at the same time is not something, it's not the easy route, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
And if you don't know what it takes to run a business, you have to learn that. And so I kind of became my, my own teacher of learning how to run a business and trying to find help. But it's been great because there are so many of people like yourself who are out there and who are offering help and coaching services and products and whatever to teach and to learn how to do that. So I've done quite a bit of that. That's great. And I think... Definitely. We all go through that. Like, okay, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but I know I want to do it. There's that phase. And it, it, for some people, it might be like a month. For some people, it might be years. For some people, they just decide that they want to hire out from the beginning or some people, you know, there's just so many different versions. And I think it's important to point out that there's no wrong version of how you do that. Yes, thank you for that. Because sometimes I have to remind myself of that, (laughs) that it's not there. This is my journey. And that my journey is going to look very unique from everybody else's journey out there. Yeah. And I know imposter syndrome and looking at what everybody else is doing and all that stuff is very difficult. But I'm super happy that you have been able to kind of carve out your own thing. And I love the name of your business. And I love what you offer people. And I think especially because your focus is more on moms, that it's just a really important thing for families and for moms. So what is your kind of schedule like now that you're home and your son's older, your kids are grown? Yeah, so I still get up as though I were getting ready and going to work outside the home. I still get up early. I think some of that has to do with age. I don't sleep in anymore, but... But it also has to do with the fact that when I get up and I do that, I just am more productive. I get more out of the day and I'm just a happier person overall throughout my whole day when I'm actively doing something rather than doing any kind of, I'm not the the sleep until I'm done sleeping, sleep in all day. I mean, it's just, it's not this luxurious life that I think some people <laughs> think of. Fantasize <laughs> about. <laughs> oh, she must get to just lounge around and not, you know, not have to have to do anything all day. But you know, that's not what it's cracked up to be, definitely. And that that type of attitude and work ethic isn't going to get you very far either. Uh, no, no, definitely not. And I am keeping my son on schedule this summer as well. So he He was up this morning and, you know, getting his breakfast and doing his stuff and keeping things going. It's not, you know, I don't want it to be a a lay around lazy summer, but um, I know, you know, we do have some plans for the summer, so it's going to be not as much work is going to get done over the summer because we do have some camping plans and and vacation plans, that kind of thing, where we're going to take some time and and go enjoy the, the summer months, but yeah. That's but great. for the most part, it's stay on track. And he knows when I'm in my office that I'm working and, and he needs to be doing something productive or quiet. Yeah. <laughs> of that. You know, he's 14 now, so he's better at keeping himself occupied. He's got his set of things that he does. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that you being home and being able to give him the support that he needs at school and the support that he needs at home and just give him the structure... I'm sure that has really changed his experience in life. And it, it's just probably changed him and influenced him for the better. So totally. Yeah. I, totally. And I, I like to think so. I, I, you know, that I'm the one that is his influence. And, mm-hmm. and he sees me working too. And the more he, I think that he sees me working and doing things that I enjoy and staying on top of that, then the more he understands that that's life. And he needs to, when I say, you know, okay, it's time to do chores or, or something that okay, well, I better get on that and get that done. 
done and he has his dreams about what he wants to do and be and he's not letting his autism stop him at all from any of that he that's great fully believes that he can do whatever he sets his mind out to and I like to think (laughs) that he's learned some of that and picked some of that up from me in terms of what I've learned and the, the struggles that I've gone through over the last five years of being home with him. So yeah, I'm sure that you have had a huge positive influence on him because, you know, knowing your story and knowing how you've shifted it, I think it's amazing. And it, there's no way that you couldn't have positively influenced yeah, him. <laughs> so yeah, you're welcome. Let's talk a little bit about I am a super busy mom, and I feel like I have no time to even write the grocery list, let alone plan a menu. So what kind of advice as a nutritionist, and specifically like for clean eating, do you have for moms like me? Okay, so here again, the first thing I'm going to say is I'm going to go back to that whole forgiveness piece. Just remember that you're probably doing better than what you think you are. So give yourself a little bit of grace (laughs) there. (laughs) But at the same time, I always start with a little bit of tough love and say your actions show your priorities. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like moms to take a look at what are your priorities? Where are you spending your time? And it's not a lot of fun to do, but I recommend you do a time study. It doesn't have to be every day for a month or or anything extravagant like that. But if you just take a few days, maybe a couple days during the week, and then one of the weekend days and do three days, pick three days and do a time study where you write down the things that you're doing every day you can really start to see some patterns and how you're spending your time and where maybe there's some slacking going on. Maybe there's some wasted time. And, you know, I'm just going to, like I said, this is tough love. So I'm just going to be honest about it. There's probably some wasted time in there. What there's something that you could be kind of, uh, you know, tightening that up with, or are there things that you could rearrange in your day to maybe accomplish things a little bit more efficiently? Mm -hmm. And then free up time because, you know, we all have the same 24 hours. And I know that that's something that, you know, we hear a lot, but if you haven't really taken time to really sit back and think about that, that, you know what, you do have the same 24 hours in a day as anybody else does. And it's really, it's a matter of how you choose to spend it. And meal planning doesn't have to be something that takes up all day, every day. It doesn't, but you know, a lot of times when you don't have it done, it sits there in the back of your mind. And that's, you know, I I like to do lists because of that reason, because it gets things out of my head. Well, many plans, if you don't get it out of your head and onto paper and have it done, it's something that's going to take up time and space in your head. And you actually are probably not being as productive as you could be (laughs) if you don't have that, have that out in front of you and done. So that's kind of the first thing that I, I like to tell, tell moms to do is, really take a serious look at at how you're spending your time. Yeah, I think that's great. And the funny thing, Tammy and I actually talked about this last week, little spoiler there. So I did actually put into practice the things that she mentioned to me last week. And so I did force myself to sit down and I planned out our menu. I looked up, I should say, I am a vegetarian and My family, I kind of force them to be vegetarians because I don't cook any meat. So, (laughs) but I sat down and I Googled like all these really yummy recipes and I saved them to like a specific folder on my phone and I wrote down all the ingredients that I need. And then we went shopping like with my kids and everything. So 
it works. So you just have to kind of make yourself do it. And it's actually kind of fun when you're like, oh, that looks really good. And, you know, searching for really yummy recipes. So yeah, so there's, there's so much out there on the internet. You don't have to have a dietitian. There's dietitians that are listening to this. Don't send me hate mail, but <laughs> you don't have to have a dietitian do your recipe searching and your, your meal planning for you. It definitely can be something that just like you said, it can be a fun family thing that you do with your kids are old enough to, to say, I like broccoli. So what can we find that has, my, my son happens to be a huge fan of broccoli. So any way that I can incorporate broccoli into the meal, it's more likely that's something that he's going to eat. Find your recipes and keep them. When you found something that worked, there's no reason that you can't wash, rinse, and repeat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and utilizing the apps on the phones and whatever other kinds of tools. If you have a, maybe you're a paper kind of a person, then put a paper system in place, but keep all of that. It doesn't have to be that even if your menu system just happens to be writing your menu out on some sticky notes, for crying out loud, keep those sticky notes because you have something there now that works. And yeah. once you've done that for, you know, three, four or five weeks, now you can start right back over and refresh and, and use what you did before. So it might be a little bit more work up at front, but in the long run, it's really going to pay off for you. I wanted to kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say force myself, but kind of in a way force myself to find more of those recipes that have veg more vegetables and that are more healthy and that kind of thing because I have a tendency to pick the quick and easy stuff that's not healthy. So you have inspired me to kind of at least make a little bit of a shift in that direction this week and hopefully continue sure. that um, going forward. So after the time study, okay, so yeah. let's say people figure out where they're wasting time. What are they going to do with the time that they find? So now just like what you've said, you're going to spend some of that time looking for recipes. Maybe you've already got your recipes and you can skip this step. But if you don't have good recipes that you know you like that are healthy, then spend some time doing some recipe searching. And you can do this when you're sitting in the waiting room at the doctor's office or the dentist's office and like you said keep a folder on your phone or email them to yourself so that you can get them into a folder on your computer however you're going to do that but you can you know wherever you are standing in line somewhere if you were the passenger in in the car and you're on your way to dinner with your husband or something you can do a quick google search and find some of those recipes so the, your first step is going to be getting the recipes that sound good to you that you want to try out and then like you had said now we need to pull your menu plan together utilize leftovers when you are menu planning you do not have to have a brand new breakfast a brand new lunch and a brand new dinner every day it does not need to happen you can maybe i think we cook probably three or four new meals a week mm -hmm. and that's it yeah. But I cook in bulk, so I cook all of the ground beef and all of the chicken. I'm not a vegetarian, so yeah. that's, you know, that's what we do. I cook everything that I need there for the week mm -hmm. and have it available in the fridge. And then even that chicken, I can utilize in chicken salad, or I can utilize it in a different kind of a salad, a house salad or a Caesar salad or something like that that I might be making. It can go into wraps. It can multifunctioning for, yeah. for the week. Now, do you do that on a particular day? Like, do you have like a set day that every week I cook all of the meat it's not no it's not every day especially in the summertime because our schedule 
changes so much, but it's, it's usually a weekend day, but it might be Monday because maybe we, you know, if we were really busy during the week, then it, it might be Monday. And then I can, you know, I, my husband's off to work and I can have my, my son doing something, or if he's in school, I can get that done. And same thing with the veggie prep and all that. And, and one thing that I know I told you, uh, chatted about this last week is when you're looking for recipes, look for recipes that say in the prep time, a lot of times they'll tell you how much cook time and how much prep time. Look for recipes that have 20 minutes or less in the prep time. If it's more than 20 minutes, it's probably not a recipe that you want to at least want to start off with when you're, you're trying to find time for healthy meal planning and, and preparing the food. Anything more than the 20 minutes for a recipe, it's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much. Disaster, yeah. Yeah, we have two nights during our school year week, which we still have like, I don't know, two weeks left of school here. But um, we have like Girl Scouts. So my girls go to Girl Scouts from 5.30 to 7 on one night. And then another night they have roller hockey from 6 to 7. So it's like right in that like normal dinner time. So those are the two nights of the week that I really should be prepping for ahead of time. So I think it's probably good to note that if you have activities like that to try to plan easier or quicker meals, or maybe those are leftover nights, is that? Your kids and, and your spouse are not opposed to leftovers, which we're not here. Then it, those are great nights for leftovers because it's a matter of quick reheat either in the oven or could be a crock pot night too. Um, utilizing crock pots and instant pots, those, the countertop pressure cookers, yeah. is really helpful in time saving as well. Because if you can toss something into the crock pot in the morning and it's ready to go when you get home with the kids and they can they can eat right away before they head off to, to Girl Scouts, yeah, great. Or if it's a matter of even less time, having something packed that they can eat on the way or eat when they get there. Don't advocate teaching kids to eat on the um, run because I think that that has, that's led to a lot of challenges for us as adults that, you know, we've, we've kind of gotten into those habits. If it's a matter of a healthy meal and you're, you're demonstrating that they're eating a healthy meal and it's just because of the time crunch, then I think that it's probably okay. I don't think you're probably doing any damage. Yeah. <laughs> You're not running through a fast food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, anything. If you're giving them something healthy on the go, it's probably yeah. definitely better than running through fast food. But no, that's still good. So any other tips on like the meal planning part of it or the menu part of it? Just, you know, we've already kind of been talking through it, but knowing your schedule, knowing what your schedule is going to be, and then make sure that you plan your menu around that. So if you're looking ahead and you know that, two nights a week, you have to be out of the house by 530. Those are probably going to be the nights that you utilize leftovers. So then the other night, you're going to want to cook enough and you're going to want to cook enough so that you have leftovers to plan in, in for that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, now you're making me think of my lunch and I'm hoping that my husband left some leftovers <laughs> from last night's dinner because it was really yummy. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, can, that can sometimes be a challenge if they get eaten. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, I hope he, yeah, I'm like, I hope he didn't eat it all. It's really good. It was like buckwheat soba noodles with like oh. stir fry, like carrots and broccoli and mushrooms. And yeah, it was really good. But let's say there's a mom like me, which it's very likely that I would be using your services at some point. <laughs> uh, if I can't keep this little routine that I've got going together, we'll see what happens. But 
we're all busy. We're all moms. We're all running businesses. We've got a ton of stuff going on. Now our kids are going to be home eating twice as much for the summer as they normally do. What services or tools do you offer moms to help find that balance of serving your family nutritious meals, but that are also like time sensitive, I guess I would say. Right. So I do have, so if you're, if you're the mom and the entrepreneur that just this whole sitting down and and finding your own recipes and writing out your menu plan is just not your gig. (laughs) You're just not, not wanting to do that. I do have, I have a menu plan source group that it's actually a Facebook group that it's a subscription and it's a one year long subscription. And I put in, I've got menus loaded in there, recipe books and collections in there for a huge variety. And I, I update it seasonally. So that that's something that is available for you to subscribe to. It's a fee subscription, but, but it's done for you. And you can pick the same menu that you want to use every week. Uh, the menu plans are... There are menu plan plus recipes. You get the, all of the recipes with it. Plus there's a grocery shopping list as well oh, for, wow. for that menu plan. So it's it's done for you. And, and some of them even have guides. I don't have guides for all of them quite yet, but some of them have guides for every day of the week that just you can flop it right up on your fridge or in your cupboard or something that will tell you, okay, it's Monday. What do I need to do for the menu planning and prep? today all outlined for you as far as if you have to pull something from the freezer or you have to prep any vegetables and it's geared to be quick it's not meant to take a lot of time so something that you can be doing while your kids are having breakfast or something fast that sounds like an amazing group um, and subscription because that part is the part that I am mentally challenged with because I, whenever I'm doing things, I'm literally thinking about 10 other things that I need to be doing or that I did or that I need to do or that I have coming up or, and to be able to take that part out of it, that like logistical planning part and have that guide. Um, I think that would be amazing and a huge time saver for us moms. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's why I created that because I get asked a lot about menu planning and, and what recipes are, are healthy. And so the recipes that are in there are healthy recipes. Meaning, and I've got notes and comments built into all of the recipes that help you to be able to um, modify. So you're vegetarian. There's, Uh, notes in there for modifying recipes to be vegetarian or if there's allergies how can we make this more allergy friendly if it's something that maybe contains soy milk and what you know what can we use in place and yeah it sounds like you've kind of made it flexible for every kind of family and situation and that's awesome yeah that's I've, I've definitely I've tried to do that and I'm I'm very approachable kind of a person. So if you're in there and you need something, something different for one or you have a question about it, well, how there's no notes on this particular recipe, how can I make this Mm -hmm. uh, allergy friendly for this allergy or, um, and I do also do offer customized menu plans. If you just would much rather, maybe you're, you're going into it knowing that your family has a lot of food preferences and a lot of allergies and things that they really have to work around. And it's just really stressful you out. I offer customized menu plans to help you with that as well. So that would be a huge help too. I know a lot of, especially the allergy people and well, and just picky eaters. There's so many kids out there that are just picky. I was like the pickiest eater when I was a child. We've tried to like force that out of my children, but 
they're still a little picky when it comes to food. So, but the funny thing is they didn't want to eat what we were going to, what I was making last night and then they loved it. So darn kids. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I think that's a really, really good service for those people, like you said, that have challenges. I think the more kids you have, the more challenging it is because they all have different tastes and likes and you're a mom of four. You (laughs) You've got right. to encounter that, right? And my goal with any menu plan is to take away the whole idea of having to be a short order cook. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy that. <laughs> no. I want to I, I have something that I can on the menu, plan and prepare and cook for one thing. It really, there's a lot of times there's easy ways that you can modify things where everybody's going to still be eating the same food, but they might be eating in a little bit different way. So let's say you've got a chicken veggie stir fry, or you can quickly and easily make that a vegetarian stir fry. You can also quickly and very easily make it something where you've just got all the components separated. If you've got kids that don't like their food mixed or touching, is sometimes a really big deal for people. Yeah. Stir fry is probably a no go then, right? <laughs> stir fry wouldn't be a, it would not be something that you would be making for them. But there's no reason that you can't also have the components there ready to go, not mixed in, and they can still have the same foods as you, and you're still and you're not being a short order cook. That's one thing that I try really hard to stay away from. I remember when I was little, my mom and my stepdad used to fight about it all the time because my mom would always let me eat whatever I wanted because I was so picky. They would be making something and I would just make myself a whole separate meal. And it used to drive my stepdad nuts, like nuts. Oh my goodness. I can still hear them fighting about it now. And you know, this is like 30 years ago, but it's very funny. We don't allow our kids to do that. Which is yeah. funny because it's <laughs> funny how it is to do it and now you don't allow it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you eat what I make. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, it's very funny. And I totally understand the struggle of my parents and I feel really bad for being the child that I was. <laughs> but I'm getting it back, so it's fine. What other so do you offer one on one coaching? Okay, so yes, I do offer one to one coaching and there's a lot of There's a lot of diets out there, health coaching and um, all that out there. And what I like to think of myself as unique as being a dietitian is that I can really help people who have some health issues and struggles like that, or people who have been there, done that, tried everything, and it's not working for either weight loss, or if you're struggling with pain issues or migraines or whatever, that kind of thing. And I also heavily focus on the the mental health nutrition piece. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we forget about self-care. We forget to take care of ourselves. We forget to do the, the healthy eating. We may have our menu plan in place, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're implementing it for ourselves because we're very, very busy. Right. And when our nutrition and self-care is lacking, some of the first places that it starts to pop up is in our mental health, our, our, our brains actually start to suffer and we lose focus. If you're struggling with any kind of focus issues, 
Mm -hmm. Definitely take a look at your self care and your nutrition, because that's going to be that's going to be the first place that I'm going to suggest that that we look and how healthy is your gut and what you know, what specifically, you know, as far as the nutrients like the, the vitamin D and the B vitamins and magnesium and those kinds of things, what kinds of foods are you getting into support that that kind of nutrition as well. So yeah. um, I, I focus on that. But you know, it's I, I have a wide variety of, of people that I can help, but I do offer one to one nutrition coaching. I, that sounds great. And I know definitely the mental health part of it is a huge factor because I know for myself, when I eat a lot of sugar, I have a tendency to, what is it called? Emotional eating. Um, I have a tendency, like when I'm stressed, I'll be like, okay, let me just have that chocolate bar and the cake and the cookies and the donuts and the, and that's like my stress reliever. And it's not good because then it puts you in a vicious cycle of being tired all the time and sluggish. And I haven't eaten sugar since like March-ish, except for I do have um, like the cocoa chips or whatever that I eat, but I I don't eat it anymore. And I have so much more energy and then it, it just is like this like gear that everything is tied to. That's how I see it in my head anyway. And like, as long as that gear is rolling, like the non-sugar gear, (laughs) then everything else goes along with it. Then I have the energy to exercise. Then I have the energy to get up early and start work early. And then it's just like a big snowball. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think it's extremely important. You have the mental clarity too, to be able to handle, you know, you see something that is a sweet or sugar that... Mm -hmm maybe previously would have done you in. <laughs> oh, yeah. But when, you know, and I like how you described that, that that, that no, no sugar gear is going, you are just, it's a very strong gear and keep it going and, and it can definitely catapult you into new heights. I feel like it also affects how I feel about myself. If I'm eating a lot of sugar, then I'm like, oh, you know, like this isn't, I'm not doing well at this. I'm not doing well at that. But when I have control over kind of like what I'm eating, what I'm putting in my body, then I feel more, I don't know, maybe empowered. Is that right? Yeah. Is that yeah. a word that totally. would go along with totally. that? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. And it, it all has to do with the, the hormone balance that's going on in your body mm-hmm. when you aren't overloading yourself with all this extra sugar that is is really what that that empowerment is it's it's coming from and feeling better about yourself it's you know depression and sugar are so closely linked and and tied together that so I'm glad you feel that I'm proud of you for that but yeah since March that's yeah thank you and it it was even so my mom is like a sugar aholic I'm very surprised she doesn't have diabetes or something like that because she literally will go to the store and just buy like pounds of chocolate and then her and my stepdad will eat them but um, she's not overweight or anything. She's just a uh, sugar. She's always been like that. Yeah. Just eats sugar all the time. And they came to visit in April for a week. And it was like, that was like the biggest test of my life to be around my mom wow. and not eat anything. Like they, you know, the ice cream, we like went to for ice cream and she's like trying to feed me ice cream. And I'm like, no, I don't want any ice cream. I'm like totally off of it now. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's like a drug. It totally is a drug for me. Like yeah. that is the drug for me. You know, I don't smoke. I don't do any other drugs, but it, it really is a drug. And I'm sure a lot of moms out there can relate. I know there's some people that are like, I'm not, a, I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not a sweet yeah. person, but right. I totally am. So 
totally get it. And I really find it freeing. So um, I know that Tammy can definitely help you achieve that result. And not even if maybe even sugar isn't your thing, figuring out what is your thing and figuring out how to rebalance it. I'm sure that Tammy, you can definitely do that for people. Oh yeah. Just the, the emotional eating and cravings piece is huge. And there's a lot of digging down into the why behind it that I I like to do Mm -hmm. just so that, because I think that when you have an understanding of where it's coming from in your past and you can kind of deal with that, or even just an awareness of that sometimes helps to take care of, of, of that piece of it. And then it's just a matter of, okay, now we need to work on just not having it until we get that no sugar gear or no whatever gear going right? Um, and, and staying strong and, and build that up, build that muscle. Because yeah. willpower is a, a finite resource. It's not something that you have as much of it as you want. I kind of think of it like a muscle. You can build it up. <laughs> yeah. You definitely can make it stronger. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. It's one of those things where like, for example, with sugar, the longer you're off of it, the less you want it. So that is beneficial. But if you even have like a one taste of it, then it's just like, it's over, you know? Sugar is very similar to like heroin and cocaine and all that in the brain in terms of that addiction piece. It's utilizing the same pathway, I guess, as yeah. what, the, what the drugs do. So when you said that about it's, it's like your drug of choice, yeah, it is. It definitely is that. And yeah. I think the more we can look at it like that and from that angle, the better success we can have. And my challenge, another challenge that I have, I should say, is that I don't want my kids to have it, but at the same time, it's like literally everywhere, like in the classroom at Girl Scouts, like it's just everywhere. And I want them to learn that it's not good for you and that it's not healthy and have that from the beginning. But it's like, I find that as a mother to be one of the most challenging parts because, you know, we go to the grocery store and they want like some sort of reward and the only really reward is something sugary. Right. Yeah. If the reward is something that you're gonna you're gonna buy them from there. But if mm-hmm. you switch years over into okay, well the reward is now we get to go play at your favorite park or yeah. or something like that instead, or maybe they earn some extra time with you during the yeah. day when That's normally you would be working and you're yeah. like, okay, well I'm gonna take an extra half an hour and cut out of my work day and we're going to play a game or we're going to go for a walk or something. Good point. Thank you for that pointer. You bet. You bet. Well, this has been really, really enlightening. And I really, I I know you've already helped a ton of moms that are listening, but you've helped me (laughs) in the last week. So it's amazing. But yeah. So where can people find you on the internet? Probably the best place is just to go to my website. Okay. So the www.cleaneatingdietitian, and it's a uh, dietitian with a T. So C-L-E-A-N-E-A-T-I-N-G-D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N.com. Yeah, um, that's, that's is, a tricky word. So that's probably the best place. And then from there, you can either look at the, the menu planning source group or working with me one-on-one and you can also get connected with me on Facebook my free Facebook group from there so it is the successful and healthy women entrepreneurs 
group on Facebook. Like I said, that's a free group and I do, I do free challenges in there and just tips and tricks and, and other um, how to be healthy kind of posts in there as well. And just looking to, you know, to that community for extra support as well. So if you're looking for other people who are just like you and struggling and need a little place to bounce questions off of or just help (laughs) you know whatever it is that's what that community is for I am a member of that community and I have found it very helpful all right so my final question for you is what is your favorite thing about working at home and being with your kids okay so it's right in line with this whole theme of today (laughs) today's topic and that has to do with time I just feel like my favorite thing about working from home is the extra time that I get to spend with them you know even though like my older kids are are adults if uh, like last week I went and and just had brunch with my daughter I just scheduled that into my day and when I was answering this question in my head I was thinking back when I was working full-time outside of the home I wouldn't have been able to plan my day around something like that necessarily but for her that was really helpful to have mom there and just kind of have one-on-one time like that same thing with my my 14 year old now we can be flexible I can be flexible with my day to make sure that I I get to spend time with him so I think time is my answer to that that's a great answer so I really honestly feel like that is what all of us want I think that's the end goal Um, And that's one of the goals of this podcast is to help moms to increase their income and also increase the peace and tranquility and increase those moments that you have with your children that you're not going to be able to get back. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for being on the show. And we are looking forward to seeing your business grow and looking forward to everything with you. I'm really excited about uh, seeing your business and, and seeing all the moms you help. So thank you. Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful week. Great. Thanks, you too. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by Online Marketing for Moms, the only marketing membership created especially to teach mom business owners SEO and many other marketing tools, systems, and strategies. Join today at onlinemarketingformoms.com. Use code PODCAST to get 20% off of your monthly or annual membership.